Hello everyone and welcome to, I believe, episode number five now of Personal Growth Fridays. We've had some really, really awesome guests on over the last few weeks. Um, Becky was the originator of anything coaching in my mindset or, or my life, to be honest. So she was the perfect person to kickstart things off with. She gives some awesome insights as to you know where to go with your career, how to look at you know feedback and things like that. The next though in the chain was Shelley Lavery. Um, again, another incredibly inspiring person. And it was interesting how we kind of have slowly gone back further and further. Becky was my coach, Shelley was Becky's coach. And um, we spoke about finding Gandhi, who's the only person I can assume is was Shelley's coach because she's like a mythical creature. Um, and she was incredible. And then we had Mr. Tom Trotter, one of the most energetic, enthusiastic, inspiring, you know, there's tons of different words to describe this person. However, one of the main reasons I started this podcast was because I wanted you to give you my insights. Um, as I said in episode number one, I have zero qualifications in this area. I haven't got too much experience in this area. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be this you know, mythical guru who knows everything about coaching because the truth is that would just be a straight up fucking lie. Um, instead, as I said, I am just coming from you from a, a normal person's point of view. You know, your average Joe who works a nine to five and, you know, enjoys their job, but, you know, it has challenges in it, has challenges in life, like everyone does, really. So it's about kind of using that. Now, one of the things I wanted to dive into, and I know it's become quite a bit of a taboo subject and a, an awkward area, because no one wants to say something wrong, um, which is obviously understandable because it could have bad repercussions, is really about kind of the, the mental health side of, of working. But something in particular that has really become a, a bigger issue now than I guess ever before was actually now working from home. About what, like about two years ago, working from home wasn't really a thing. Um, you know, maybe you'd have one or two days in, in the year where you'd work from home because, I don't know, your boiler's being fixed or, or some nonsense like that. Um, or sometimes, you know, we'd make up a, a cheeky white lie as to why we need to work from home. So we could end up pretty much having a day off. Um, don't tell my old company that. Um, but that was the truth. We, it wasn't really a big thing. No one really worked from home. It was never really seen as a viable option. It was like it had to be in the office and it was that or do or die. Looking back on it, that seems crazy. That seems like a mental attitude to have that working from home is such a, a mind-blowing thing. Obviously, because of the, the big C-bomb, COVID, um, now the world has treated that as if it's the go-to. To the point, though, where it's not even like, oh, this is a handy option to have. Working from home is now the norm. You know, you see you, you're on a Zoom call with someone and they're in an office and, and they're the weird ones. They're the ones who everyone goes, oh, wait, what, someone's actually in an office now. What? what are you doing there? I know we're all starting to go back, you know, maybe once a week or, or you know, once every two weeks. But again, well, first of all, the thought of doing travel for that long every day, you know, really an hour in, an hour back, seems mind-blowing and seems hell on earth. B, it's fucking expensive getting the train each day. 
it's something that none of us really enjoy doing. So why would we not work from home? The that's the positive of working from home is obviously you know you 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 save some money, you get an extra hour in bed, fantastic. There are a lot of negatives though, and one of the biggest ones that I've personally found challenging is how I believe working from home has now become relentless. If you were in an office and you would often, for a lot of jobs, you know, go to other people's offices, go to meetings, things like that. In between these meetings, there would be these little breaks that I think we just took for granted. Little reasons, perhaps, you know, going to get a coffee and actually leaving the house to get one. Um, Travelling to an office, that could take half an hour. And you had that little bit of time, you had your headphones in. You couldn't get signal because you were underground anyway, so you couldn't actually work. So there was no point even trying to stress. And you had these almost little mini breaks in between meetings. It was never, ever really at the point where you'd have like six hours of back-to-back meetings. There'd always be a little bit of travel. There'd always be a little bit of a filler. And I think because of this, we had this really nice little kind of refreshing moment in between meetings that we almost took for granted. They almost allowed us to kind of reset, kind of recharge the batteries, mentally switch off from work and have a little bit of time where you're listening to your music and your headphones, whatever it may be. But the the big thing there was that we had those breaks. I found now that since working from home, it's almost become a competition of how much can you physically fit in your diary in one day. I look back at some of, you know, mine, my colleagues, my friends who I live with. I look at all their different calendars and there are times where there is like pretty much almost seven or eight hours of back-to-back meetings. And I'm talking like as in one finishes, one till two, two till three, three till four. And before you know it, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're like eight hours in. and we, We've barely had a toilet break. <laughs> Lunch seems like a... Seems like a legendary thing to have now. It's it's not like a given. Oh no, you're definitely going to have lunch. Now it's like oh, I get I get to have it, um, and it's no one's fault necessarily, because you know as a person you want to be able to give as much as you can to the company. As a company, they want to give as much as they can to their customers. That it's 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 all what seems the best thing to do, but we're failing to recognise, at least in my opinion. We're failing to recognise that our mental health comes above all of this. At Jiminy is a massive part of our working day lives. That we every morning we have a huddle, and if we see we've got, I call it with my team a mega day. You know that we have those killer days where it's just non-stop work. If I see I've got one of them, I try and schedule in prep time in between one or two. Just so I have those 15 minutes where I can just breathe. I don't need to be put on my, you know, my performance face. You know, whether you're in sales, whatever job you're in, where you, we all know we've got like our work mode. You can kind of switch out of that a little bit. Because they have been an absolute lifesaver for me. I think it's so important that we do actually book in. Because at the moment, if we don't book them in, we all know what's going to happen. We send a link to our calendar. Before we know it, we blink and it's fully booked in. And it, that's not no one's fault. You know, one customer doesn't know that something else booked in is with another customer. So it's, it will be going on forever. It's, 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 there's no one's ne- negative here. 
It's more just the fact that for us personally as individuals, we need to start dedicating that time. Now, I have actually been working on this for about the last three months, um, and I can't say how much it has saved me mentally. You know, physically I could go on forever. I'm like one of those Duracell bunnies, just switch the batteries out. But mentally, being able to have these mini breaks. So how have I given myself these mini breaks? Because the reality is I probably don't want to be booking in 15 minutes or 30 minutes for prep each time. I'm potentially missing out on some really important meetings. I'm not being able to give myself as 100% as I'd like to. It's unrealistic for me to sit there and say, you know, book it an hour for your lunch. No one's going to end up doing the hour. We're all going to end up getting distracted by emails and things like that. Instead, I've been installing something called the Pomodoro Technique. Um, or as, you know, in layman's terms, we all know I like to speak my Cockney slang, um, the tomato timer. So what is the tomato timer? Simply put, if you are having a half an hour meeting, book in 25 minutes. If you're having an hour long meeting, book in 50 minutes. These little five and 10 minutes are going to be that little bit of you time. They're going to be that small little breather that you have at the end, just to unwind, perhaps prep for the next one, whatever it may be. Fuck it, let's be honest. I need a piss. <laughs> I need a wee in between those two calls. I need to go have another coffee because I'm slowly crashing after the second one. Whatever it is, you need those five minutes. So give yourself those five minutes. Use the Pomodoro technique or tomato timer, you know, in layman's terms and really start giving you yourself those five minutes to breathe. Now that's during work hours. Um, that's one technique I've, I've been working on to give myself that, that small timer. I've also been trying to be more open and honest and realistic with the people that I speak to. So when I jump on a call now, the very first, first thing that I say is, I've booked this in for an hour, Let's be realistic, we don't want to be here the full hour. They don't. We can kid ourselves and say to ourselves, you know, no, what we're going through is vital. And it is important. But I think if you say to them, like I have been, right, I don't want to be here the full hour. We, let's schedule in, let's try and get this done in 50 minutes. And then we've got 10 minutes to go to the toilet and have a drink afterwards. Because you've got to remember the people you're in the meetings with are in the exact same situation as you. Everyone that we're talking to and we're interacting with, we're all going through the same, same shitty situation at the moment. The world is a, a strange place. So let's not try and hide away from it and just you know, pretend like everything's fine and you know, put on that brave face and the jazz hands and all that crap. Be honest with yourself and understand that these people are going through the exact same as you. So acknowledge it. Just say, look, I know meetings, we're probably back to back this afternoon. I'll try and keep it to 50 minutes. So then that way we've got time for a drink and a breather at the end. I guarantee you, they're going to sit there and go, oh, perfect. No, that sounds music to my ears. And the best thing is, this is actually going to win on two different levels. Because one, the person is going to relate to you a lot more. And they're going to realise that you are a normal human and you're not this robotic teacher. You know, they're not in one of these horrible sessions where it's this boring class or... So they're going to be able to relate to you and see you as a normal human. But not only this, those 50 minutes that you are together, 
they're also going to listen to you a lot fucking more. Because they're not sat there thinking, oh God, this is going to drone on for an hour. They're going to sit there and think, oh right, okay, you know, let's just power the through this, get this done, really engage, so then we can shoot off. Everyone is winning in this. And that's my favourite part of all of these kind of different techniques. I'm not just trying to look at things that will make me win or things that will make them win. Let's combine it. As I say, we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same situation. So at the start of your meeting, make a joke about it. Acknowledge it. Show that you're human. Say, look, we've probably got mega afternoons this afternoon. You know, we've probably got four hours of back-to-back meetings. We probably don't want to be here for four hours. We need a time to grab a drink. So let's try and keep this for 50 minutes. We've got time for a coffee afterwards. Relieve that stress, relieve that tension, and you can dive into it then. So that is during work. So, the, so for me, the, the two kind of key takeaways that I, I've been focusing on, and they've really, really helped change my mental health and my, my, my happiness during work, to be honest. Um, one is introducing that Pomodoro technique, um, really making sure that you know we're booking in 25 minutes or 55 or 50. Never book the full half an hour. Never book the full hour. You know, really, because then that acknowledges for them as well. And then the second is just being open and honest. Don't be afraid to literally just say that none of us want to be here the full hour. You know, we all need time to, to release the valves, to say, put it politely. So really do kind of acknowledge that. Show that you're human. Show that you can relate to them. And really put that, that really nice kind of human side to the whole conversation. So that's during work. Now, what do we do outside of work? I think one of the biggest mistakes that all of us are making, and I'm still making to a certain extent, is because we can't go actually on holiday, we're not taking holiday. Normally, you know, in like a, any other year, you know, when the, the world was all open up and normal, you wouldn't waste your holidays, you know, I'm quoting waste there, but you wouldn't waste your holidays unless you was actually going away because, you know, we all want to go... We all want to go abroad that year. We all want to go to Portugal. We want to have a week in the sun here, wherever it may be. So we save our holidays for these special occasions that we're waiting for. Unfortunately, because of, you know, a million different restrictions, the government changing their mind every 10 seconds about what's in the green zone and what's red and, and all these different things. I know I am definitely, and I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people, I'm very hesitant to actually book a proper holiday you know, Greece or something like that. Because I don't know if I'm going to have to quarantine when I get back, and I really can't be fucked for that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have to pay an extra 200 quid on extra tests to show that I haven't got COVID, and even though I'm vaccinated, and all these different things. It, 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 there seems to be so many different hurdles that are stopping us from going away that I think I know myself, and I, I think I speak on behalf of a good majority of people, we're a bit reluctant to properly book in, you know, I'm doing seven days in Mallorca, wherever it may be. But the big thing there is, though, we're then just not taking holiday at all. I've taken eight days off this whole year so far, and we are coming up to September. Eight days. And don't get me wrong, my company have been saying to me, you know, take time off, take time off. And I reckon everyone else is having the same, where it's like they understand you need to take the time off. And I'm only just coming to terms with it now as well. The fact that forget if you're actually going anywhere, forget if you're actually doing anything, 
it's more the fact that you need to switch off for a bit. Normally we're on holiday, we're in the sun, we're having one too many beers, we're, you know, we're playing water polo with the local Germans, whatever it may be. It's the fact that we actually end up using that time to switch off. Now, just because we're not going abroad doesn't mean that we don't need to switch off. Probably more so now than ever after, all right, it's exciting, you know, we, we're coming out of restrictions and lockdowns and things like that. You've got to remember, at the start of this year, we were fully, literally locked in our homes. I think we, we weren't allowed to leave, which seems mind-blowing now. But we need to actually embrace this time off and actually start using it to our advantage. Even if you are literally using that time to have some lay-ins, to go grab a coffee, to go on that walk to you know the river or something like that that you've never done before. Right, I moved to Battersea about five months ago and I still haven't explored shit. And it's because I've not given myself time to do it. So forget kind of, you know, if you're going away or not. If you can, fantastic. But the truth is probably most of us aren't going to. But still use that time. Even if it's just booking off three or four days and just having a nice long weekend, having a five-day weekend or whatever it may be, give yourself that time to breathe. Because forget, you know, financially or, or where you can physically go, mentally you need to recharge those batteries. We are workhorses at the moment, going back-to-back -back meetings, and, you know, all these techniques I've given you, it's amazing, and we can take five or ten minutes here, but the truth is we are relentlessly working as we will do probably till the time we're like mid-60s, unless we win the lottery or something like that. So give yourself that time. Book those few days off that you keep saying you've got to do and you, know, you never actually end up doing it. Book them off, go for a walk, get a coffee, you know, go to a nice restaurant or a bar that you haven't tried yet and give yourself that time to breathe. I even took off two days the other week. Um, only two days, but I put it you know, around the weekend. So I had a four-day weekend. My God, four-day weekends are good. You know, Friday to Thursday night, you can have a few drinks, and Friday you wake up and you relax and go get that lunch that you've, you've been craving for a while. Whatever it may be, you get to just have that little bit of a breather. And the best thing is, switch off your emails, switch off your Slack or whatever you use. Okay, don't let anything draw you back in. Because that time's just for you. So... You have just had almost 20 minutes of Max rambling on. Um, I did have a, a can of Red Bull just before this, hence why the energy has been around. Key takeaways from today. One is give yourself that time during work to breathe. As I say, we've kind of lost that where it's all back-to-back -back meetings now. So two techniques for you to do this. One, use the Pomodoro technique literally book in those five minutes at the end so you can have that time just for yourself. I guarantee you the people you're with will be grateful as well. Or if you can't do that, just be open and honest at the start. I've booked in an hour. None of us want to be here the full hour. Let's get this done and we can have time for a breather. And then outside of work, give yourself that time to breathe. Book in that relaxing thing that you've always wanted to do. Go to that restaurant that you've been talking about for ages. I used that Headspace app and something popped up and it was like, when was the last time you treated yourself? You know, I'd probably treat myself a bit too much. But <laughs> I think for a lot of us, we don't, you know, because we're always thinking, oh no, I need to save money for this. Fuck it, you only live once. Go buy yourself something nice. 
So that is me wrapping it up there. Um, thank you very much for listening to the latest podcast. Um, what do we think of the new logo as well? Real Looney Tunes vibe. My dad's always said I've got a screw loose. So let me know what you think. Um, and as always, thank you very much for tuning in. Bye.